Amazing. I'm really excited to be able to share this last message on our house the week before we are one. And the topic that I want to cover this morning is our house is a house of treasure. This entire series has been based off a passage out of Proverbs. It's Proverbs 24, 1-4. And it says, be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their hearts devise violence and their lips talk of trouble. By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And you know, our house this morning is filled with precious and pleasant riches. Do we agree? Yeah. This whole series has been based on what what are the principles, what are the values that we're building in our house, in our lives, in our our home lives, this house. What, What are we standing on? What are the foundations that are cementing the things that we hold dear, the things that are important to us, the foundation of, of who we are? And unless we're intentional about focusing on that and, and being aware of those and really working with those... We'll allow the sounds and voices of a lot of other people and other situations dilute and filter out our, our beliefs. You know, you just have to look at the news and, and listen to Brexit and Trump to suddenly be rocked by all these other distractions and all these other things that, that are important. But in the kingdom of God, it's just a little speck of dust. It's like... God's like, I've got this. I, I know what's going on. I, I've got this. Like, it's, it, it's nothing to worry about. But, and so we, we re- need to be intentional. Otherwise, we get caught up in the stream. We get caught up in the wave of panic and confusion and worry. And, and, it, and it, it rattles our faith. It rattles our belief. And what kind of struck me was there's something about drawing out treasure. There's something about drawing out what is inside of us. What is it that we bring to this church, to this community, to, to all those around of us? I, I, and that's kind of the, what my, my core belief is that every single person in this congregation, in this room right now, in this community has been purposed and uniquely for something that they're created to do. And it's how do we as Christians, how do we as people that love one another, draw that out of people? How do I draw the, in my marriage with Lisa, how do I draw the best out of her so that I have the best wife? And I love... <laughs> and how does she draw the best out of me? And I've learned... That by saying nice things and building her up, uh, it gets reciprocated and, and it, she draws the better out of me. She's, she's looking at me like, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> but it's how we draw the, the, the goodness of God. How do we draw that gold out of somebody? Um, because God wants his church to be established in this earth. He wants us to to be reaching into people's lives, to be making a difference, to be sharing the goodness of God. Uh, But he needs needs us to put our house in order. He needs some foundations and some principles to go off. Just what I wanted to draw out is, you know, what if the person that we thought we knew, we didn't even know, but God has birthed something in us, and we've lived our lives thinking we're this or we're that or the other or not even knowing. You know, and 
but actually if we just turn a mirror on ourselves and 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 God's light on us into our hearts and minds I believe God wants to reveal something brand new something that is that it's it's I say brand new it's it's brand new for us to notice but it's been in there since time began since before we were even uh, a twinkle in our mother and father's eye God had placed something in my life God had placed something in your life and purposed us for something and it's and I truly believe that we can we can live our lives not really noticing or not really knowing what that is and what I want to bring out this this morning is is that treasure is that was created since time began in us is is what is it that draws out what is it that comes out of us that that is is what God has truly created us to be what we're truly created is to be what what Chris Bright is truly created to be that uh, what Mike is truly created to be what 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 am I created to be he has already done a great work in us, a complete work in us, and and but it's it's we need to work, have an outworking of that, and and noticing that, and pulling it to the forefront of our lives, and and dragging it up when we've placed so much more stuff on it. Um, and you know, kind of what what really kind of spurred me to do this, I was sat in my car. Um, working from my car and I'd bought a smoothie and um, I'd read somewhere in the or I'd, I'd listened to a podcast and it was talking about like there's like the last couple of months there's been a bit of a wave of people that of I suppose famous people or, or well-known people that have kind of slipped away from being a, a Christian so there was a well-known author that had written lots and lots of books and um, and then he said well I'd, I'm not even sure what the foundation of my belief is anymore I'm not um, and I, 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 I kind of a, a worship leader that I had some inc- wrote some incredible songs that as a kid like I'd grown up singing and like I, I like, loved but like I kind of came out he's like you know love is love but I, I'm not sure because like I hear of these pastors doing these things and and they slip away and and we, we and how stuff isn't tackled I, I've never heard like the really tricky stuff that's tackled in the in the bible I've never seen it and I thought but like I've sat in the same rooms as people like that and I've heard exactly the same thing but in my mind I've 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 had a revelation from God and I've 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 heard those things but for some for some that have lived their lives and their whole Christian lives and then suddenly they come out it's like you know I'm not even sure if God's real or I have a faith anymore and I thought, what is that? That like we we all hear the same thing sometimes. We all we all we sing the same songs and we we listen to the same preach. But everybody from here will go away with something different because something certain God would have have whispered something in your heart or something would have struck you. Everybody goes away, but it's it's that foundation of what 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 am I building my faith and my trust on, and that I don't want to go through life and get to. He said, get to 40. Well, that's not far off, is it? 
I don't I don't want to go through my life and then and then come to a point where like I've spent the last 40 years building something and doing something that I'm not even sure is a foundation of my life anymore but what is it what is it that I've built on and as I was thinking these things like what what is it that's caused these people that have lived all these lives to then say like I'm not even sure if that's like like I've heard what you've heard, and I've I've made sense of of the trickier things in the Bible. I've I I know that people trip up, and I know that pastors. Are, I know my leaders aren't perfect, and and everybody will do horrendous things sometimes, and people need to be held account to that. But it is by the grace of God. Yeah. And that I know everybody is is whether you're you're the leader of a country or you're 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 just working a nine to five job, no matter what hidden things in your life, they're not hidden to God and God knows about them. Whether it's me with a microphone or 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 whoever, somebody that's still at home in bed, God knows the hidden depths of our lives. And what Jesus did on the cross is, is enough to overcome that and, 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 and break through that uh, with repentance. So I know that people, people are capable of falling. People are going to let me down. People are, I, but I don't look at other people to, to strengthen my faith and base my belief in God off. I've got to, it's got to be between me and God. It's got to be between me and God. And I was... This the smoothie spoke to me as I was processing these thoughts, because what the smoothie is labelled of is it's a lean forty percent less sugar. Um, but what it's what the smoothie is labelled is watermelon and raspberry. I thought, oh, I've not I've not had that before. That sounds quite intriguing. I was drinking. I was thinking, this is nice. This is great. Um, but then, you know, I was sat there and I was just looking, like, as you do, you just, like, read all the pointless stuff that's on packaging. Am I the only one that does that? Or No, every, yeah. Yeah. And I was reading, it says, the fruit and veg inside your smoothie. Number one, slice of watermelon, which, yeah, watermelon. Cucumber. Passion fruit. One and a half apples. There's one and a half apples in here. Three raspberries. And it struck me that this smoothie is labelled watermelon and raspberry. But actually, there's three raspberries in here and a slice of watermelon. And then there's a whole load of other stuff to bulk it out. As I was reading that, I felt God whisper in my heart. You know, I've the God has... has promised us he's put a label on our life since time began and he's spoken truth into us and it is watermelon and raspberry but there is so much more other stuff in our lives that it drowns all the raspberries out there's three raspberries in there there's three raspberries in there and that can so easily be our faith if we allow all the other stuff that goes on in the world all the other stuff that starts to cement and be a foundation of my life can easily become it's no longer watermelon and raspberry actually really it's cucumber and apple it's a cucumber and apple drink but God hasn't 
labelled me cucumber and apple. He's labelled me watermelon and raspberry. And that is what God's wanting to pull out. He's trying to draw. He's like, there, there might only be three raspberries in there, but I, I'm pulling them out because I've created you to be so much more than three raspberries. This sounds weird as I'm saying it. <laughs> But God is wanting to draw so much more out of, of the murkiness of what our lives and the confusion of what our lives can end up. It's buried and it's diluted in, in, the, in the stuff that's said in church sometimes, in the, between Christians and friends and, and what we hear on the news and what we hear from our families. and It's diluted in all that other rubbish that surrounds our lives. But God is, is drawing treasure out of it. He, he said, I, I, there's so much more I need from you. There's so much more I want from you. And he said, I just want you to step out into the grace of God every day. To step out in grace every day. I can't just be cemented that I'm a, I'm a watermelon and raspberry. And then next year, I've not done anything about it. Guess what? I'm not, no longer going to be a watermelon and raspberry because there's, while I've not been intentional and while I've just said, yeah, this is who I am and I'm just going to walk the way that I am and, who I, and what everything that I, I do, is I've not, I've not been listening to God's voice whispering and all of a sudden I'm no longer watermelon and raspberry again. It says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 17, it should be on the screen at the back. It says, if then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of the, these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is no, not Greek or Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave-free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. And be thankful, let the word of Christ dwelling you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, just as we done this morning, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Yes, 
Colossians is saying, you know, some things need to change. We walk in grace. We walk by faith. But Colossians, is, is, this letter is saying, guys, like, there's no different. You're not Greek nor Jew. There's nothing. It might, on an earthly perspective, you're, you're different. But there is nothing that separates you other than the fact that in our walk... We were constantly needing to be changed, to be transformed, to be walking in these things and to leave these other things behind. It's a journey. God is drawing stuff out of us. You know, we have to reorder a few things and we need to bring faith back into our relationship with God. Faith has to be the foundation when we're reordering. The ability to believe in stuff that we, we cannot yet see. That's what faith is. It's to believe that God is reordering stuff in our lives and I'm stepping into it, but I've not yet, I, I can't see it as a physical thing in my life yet. To believe that if God said it, then, then I'm going to believe it. If God's put a promise on my life, I'm going to believe it. That the righteous will live by faith. It's not something, it's not something I visit. Faith isn't something that I visit on, on a weekly basis when I come to church. Or it's not something that I pop into. Faith is a foundation. It's, it's, it's in my life. I'm, 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 it's my home. I'm not, going on a, I'm not going on holiday for faith. I'm, I'm living it daily. Faith is my foundation that I visit every day. And I have to visit it every day. I've got to believe that what God is saying over my life, I'm going to believe it. And I've got to visit that every day. Because otherwise, my foundation will start to crack again. Because there's all this other stuff that starts to be coming my way and hitting me. You know, I'm discouraged or I see something. I say, God, is that really that? I don't see it. I don't, I don't see that happening yet. Is that really what God's doing in my life? I've got a visit every day. God, if, if I'm, I'm here and I know that, that there's a promise to be here. But I believe that I'm stepping into it even though I don't see it yet. I've got to believe that God's word is God's word and if God has said it then he will see it through he, he doesn't forget things like that he doesn't like open the cupboards do you know when you like you lose something and you're like you, you get, it's down the back of the sofa I lost a phone once and it was I, I'd looked everywhere and I'd almost got to the point of looking for it and I found it behind like a set of drawers I don't know how it got behind his but I found by because I was oh, by the fact that I was turning off a lamp. God's not like that. He doesn't. He doesn't say, "Oh, what are you doing back there?" Like I've been looking for you, but I forgot about you. Yeah. If God has promised something, it's it's on the forefront of His mind yeah. for your life. It's not hidden behind a set of drawers, and He's He's suddenly startled because He's come across you again. God, God, God has purposed. He's He's saying, "Come on." Come on, I need, I, this isn't what I've, I've set you on. I'm trying to draw more out, but it's, it's a, it's a tighter, there's a process, there's got to be a waiting, there's got to be a, a pulling out of something to work through. 
So that's my intro over. <laughs> Point one, <laughs> let your treasure be known. You know, faith is to speak life. So by faith, God wants us to share our lives out. It's not something that's to be, to, to be held back, but God wants us to share everything in our lives so that we're not just thinking about our own house, but we're thinking about the house of, of, we're thinking about the house of others. We're thinking about this house. We're thinking about what is it in my, my family's or my neighbor's house or my friend's house that God, God, my faith needs to speak life into, into other situations and not just order my own house. You know, because God's plan is that people will be restored from, from broken lives into whole lives. That, uh, that people, that restoration, that God will work restoration through what he's doing in my life. And that's not to say my faith will, will do something for that individual's life. But when I step out in faith and I believe something and I start to walk in God's promise, it's, it's infectious. People, people are spurred on, and, and their faith rises, and their faith starts to step out, and that's when they start to... It's not... I can believe, but my faith... I can believe something. I can believe, and I say, God, I'm, I know that Lisa's going to come to you. I know she's going to come in a relationship with you one day. I know she's not going to remain angry at me forever. <laughs> my faith and how I order my life draws something out of, of, of Lisa and actually it's, it's her faith in God that grows my faith doesn't rescue somebody else but it, it grows somebody else so faith is our currency right we deal in faith and if, if we get rid of currency we lose everything that is rich it's, it's, our currency is directly connected to our future so let your treasure be known. Let your faith bubble up and draw out the good things of God in your life to, to speak life into something, to, to encourage people, to, to speak love, to be patient, to be kind, and, and step away from everything that, that God has said is evil. It does not build people up. Let, let your treasure be known, not your rubbish be known. That's... <laughs> So number two, grace is our treasure. You know, our faith carries access to the grace of God, both for us and how we walk in those. So grace is our treasure in which we operate. So faith, faith is our currency, but grace is how we step out our lives. You know, it, it, it faith acts as a door and it only opens. It's a door that only opens with belief. So if... If I'm not believing that God's going to do something, the door is, is not going to be opened. But it's by faith, doors open. By faith, I speak into something. And by faith, I'm saying, God, I don't see it yet, but I believe that you have the power and you have spoken truth to it. And my faith is, a, is an access door into grace. It's, it's an access into different situations. It's an access to speak into people's lives. It's an access into every situation that God wants me to step into. But without faith, I can't step through the door. Because Christianity is not about works. It's not about how I balance the scales out at the end of my life. 
it's, it's, it's how my faith is activated and how faith is the key to unlock the door to step into. I can't balance things by, it's not by works. I can't say at the end of the week, yeah, but God, I bought this person's shopping and I bought this person's petrol and, and I, I did this nice thing for somebody and I, when I felt it, I didn't say that nasty thing. I said something nice instead. It's not built off works. God wants all those great things to be bubbling out of us because that's the character of God, to be generous and to be kind and to be loving. But it's if I'm still waiting to get through the door... Because I'm basing everything off what I'm doing. I'm basing everything off my works. When it's faith is just the opening thing. Faith is, the, is what opens the door into everything that God wants for my life. Faith open, it, it defeats Goliath. It, it raises the dead. It heals the sick. It is our greatest tool. It's our greatest asset. But f- for me... And I think for many of us, it's, it's, it's one little raspberry in, in, in the, the mix and the murkiness of the rest of a whole load of stuff. It's our inner confidence that God is who he says he is, that we, ha- we are who he says we are, and that he will do what he says he will do. You know, what we need is, is, a, is an overwhelming faith uh, that, that can eradicate doubt it can eradicate doubt it's it, the breakthrough is attached to our faith and that actually sometimes it's not even i don't need more faith but actually i just need to clear out the doubt i just need to clear out this mess of doubt from my life so that my life is reordered and that faith faith can be seen it might always be there but there's just doubt been piled on top of it. Have you ever seen that Japanese lady and she, re- she goes into like hoarders' houses and she helps them reorder their house and it's, it's sometimes all the treasures that they find, all these great things that they have are already there. They've just been lost for years and decades underneath piles of, of stickers and baseball cards and books and, and VHS videotape. And clothes that, you know, I've still got clothes that I have when I was a six-year-old. I don't know why. I've still got six-year-old clothes. I'm never going to fit in them. You know, even if I lose a a few pounds, I'm not going to shrink back to the six-year-old self. But people have cupboards and cupboards and, and... this it's like our lives. Our lives are sometimes piled with with doubt hit here and here and here and here. And and faith is always there, but it just can't be seen because I've just piled a load of doubt on it. I've 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 despaired about a situation or I've felt helpless in a situation. You know, our breakthrough is found in our treasure. And as I was saying before, our our treasure is connected to another's breakthrough. You know, what God is doing through us will activate faith in others. God, God is, this morning I believe, is wanting to uncover the treasure by eradicating doubt in our lives. You know, we, we need to rid ourselves of the lie that our treasure isn't worth anything. It's not worth what we thought it was. 
you know, as I was, as I was, I was looking, I was trying to like build this and work out what to say. Like I thought, like what about treasure? And um, I found, I read about this. It's it's called the Penang Urashite treasure. And basically, um, it's this treasure that was found by three brothers in 1949. And uh, they were digging for clay in a tile and brick factory in Bulgaria. And they came across this treasure. And it turned out that this treasure was, is like 300 to 400 BC. Um, and, and they, like when it was, it like went to experts and specialists and they couldn't put a price on the treasure. It was, it was priceless. Which, which is, isn't to say it's free or it's not worth any. It's, it's priceless because there isn't a price that you can place on the treasure. It is priceless. And, and God is, 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 is sitting on that. You know, we're, we're, we're sitting on treasure in our lives that is priceless. Yet for so many of us, it's beyond value. Because it's God spoken, it's God promised, it's God created. But too many of us myself included, have confused treasure with a lump of clay. And as they discovered, these three brothers, they thought it was just clay, or they thought it was just pots that had been thrown away. But we're sitting on treasure that God is saying, this is treasure, this is what I have placed in you since time began, but you're confusing it for a lump of clay and you've cast it aside. And the, the clay is, is, is trying to suppress your life. It's trying to suppress your faith. And, and it's, it's discouragement. It's doubt. It's deception, distraction. Everything that we add on to our lives that we believe about our treasure, it, it muddies it. It muddies the water. It builds it up into clay. As we focus on our worldly worries... It's, it, our treasure slips deeper and deeper away, and we end up like these these guys that have been in the media. That you know, yeah, yeah, I've written loads of books and I've preached and I've written some incredible songs, but I don't believe it anymore. It slips away because the treasure has been lost because it's been it's it's been confused as a, just a lump of clay. It's it's just buried. You know, we have to search high and low. We have to search our house that, that we make it ready. You know, the Bible says meditate on the word of God. Remember the words and promises that he has spoken over us. You know, I'm always drawn back to this uh, verse in Psalms, which is 139 verse 23 to 24. And it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there are any grievous way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Now search me God. Every day search me God. Draw a light on the things that you've never intended for my life. The habits and the, the routine that I find myself in. That isn't helpful. It, it's not a waypointer. It's not, it's not getting me towards where God, what God wants me. Search me God. Because I'm so... I'm so I've got so caught up in it and I'm so confused in it and I've believed so much doubt and distraction that actually I can't see it with my eyes anymore. But 
I need, I need God's eyes to draw it to me. Search me, God. You know it's there. But I need to be in his presence to find that. Number three, treasure means action. Treasure means action. Now I can pray, God, search me. But unless there's, there's something from me from that, it's, it's, it's going to remain in the ground. It's going to remain there. In Romans 10 verse 17, it says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Faith comes by meditating on God's word. But we, we neglect it for so many other voices in our lives. Sometimes helpful voices, but we, we neglect God's voice for other voices. And, it, and it, it, it creates inaction in my life. And you know, that the biggest trick the devil can play is, is to believe that that you know, whenever we rise, the devil, the devil is 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 out to contain us, and 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 say that you know we don't need to move. That lifestyle is fine. I'm 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 under grace. The devil's biggest trick, Satan's biggest trick, is to say, I'm going to suppress you by making you believe that you can just carry on the way you're doing things. I'm going to contain you. I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make you maintain the lifestyle that you find yourselves in and make you believe that you don't need to to dig a little bit deeper. You don't need to draw out a little bit more. You don't need to you don't need to meditate on God's word because I did it last month, right? I did I I've I've done it already. But God's saying we can't remain in the in the cycle and the rhythm of what we're doing. We need to we need to build towards something. And when we get comfortable, we push forward again. You know, treasure means action. You know, to find our treasure, to rise in faith, uh, it means action. And in Ephesians, uh, it talks about I don't know if you've ever heard of the armor of God. It talks about the helmet of salvation that we've, we salvation we walk in salvation Jesus has given us salvation you know the belt of truth the belt is, is I stand on truth I stand on God's truth I also walk in truth and it talks about the, the shield of faith it talks about the shield of faith but how many times I don't I don't know if you've been paintballing and you like you're ducking down or like you and you you think you're hidden and you get stung in the backside by a paintball. You know I get too cocky and I I I, I stand up and I'm like But God's saying stand behind the shield of faith. You know those that are feeling weary or worn out. We need a shield to stand behind. We need to put up a shield of faith. Everything we believe in, we're going to stand behind it. I'm, I, I don't need to try and fight this faith battle on my own without armour. But God has equipped me with a shield of faith and that I can stand behind every truth, every promise, 
everything that God has spoken over me, everything that I believe in, every every word that he's spoken in, in the Bible, every word that he's spoken to me through others, every word that he's spoken to in my quiet time, I stand behind the shield of faith. I don't need to pop up my head. I don't need to stick my backside out or a leg out. I, it covers me. It covers me head to toe and I remain behind it. The shield of faith extinguishes everything that he's thrown at you. Turns it. Now your words that are spoken over you. I'm standing behind the, the shield of faith and that is not what God said about me. Tuck behind the word of God. Surround yourself with presence, with truth, and allow God to protect you so that your treasure can shine in, in his house, in this house, in your house. Stand behind faith. Let, let your treasure be drawn out. Meditate on God's word. The Bible is, is God's number one way of communicating with us and we need to be in it we need to be reading it we need to be meditating on it we need to be studying it to truly to to know god what god's speaking over us and to every day to be to be equipped with tools with armor to stand behind and when i when i I, something hits me i've got i've got the truth i've got god's word i've got truth i've got faith that i'm standing standing behind as a barrier this is my faith and I will believe every, every word of what God has said over my life. Now let our lives be that of worship to God in his presence. You know, treasure means action. It means I've got, I've, I, I've, I don't have to work for something but I've got to worship. I've got to daily step into his presence. I've got to equip myself with faith. I've got to allow God to, to, to see into my life, into my heart, and know, know what that treasure is that I'm bringing forward, that I'm stepping out in. You know, this... God has labelled us He's put something on our lives, every single one of us. And we can't, we can't allow all the other stuff to dilute what, what the treasure is in us. So let's just take a moment to pray. Lisa's going to come up and pray for us. Yeah, let's just show some honour to Liam for that excellent word. You know, you're a lovely bunch of raspberries and apples. And, uh, and we need to make sure that we take nothing less than that. And I just want to let you know today if perhaps you've been coming a while or it's your first time and, and you're just hearing people say these things like there's treasure in you and there's somebody who loves you. And, and I just want you to know that this morning you can accept the truth that you have treasure and that God designed you and God made you the way that you are. And perhaps that for you means starting a relationship with God, which basically may, means this. God, 
I confess with my mouth that you are God and I believe in my heart that you are God and I don't know what the rest looks like yet but I'm going to trust that to you it's as simple as that so I'm going to pray for those people um, this morning and then I'm just going to ask God to remind you what fruits in your smoothie is that okay Father God I thank you that you're here in this place today I thank you, God, that you care about the design and the detail of our lives. And God, I just want to give an opportunity for anybody in the room today who who wants to say, hey, God, I think I believe you. And I'm going to confess that I believe in you. And God, would you come and live in my life? Would you start this adventure with me? So God, we just say sorry for the wrong things you've done. And we say, God, thank you that you love us anyway. And I trust my life to you. Show me how to walk in your ways. Show me how to live your way. Because I want to know who you are. And God, I want to know who I am because of who you are. And God, I just pray for everybody in this place today, God, that they would respond to this message. But it would start with knowing fully what you have labelled us as the unique treasure that you've created us to be. God, let us not be distracted by the other things that start to dilute our world, Lord God, but that we would set our eyes straight on what you have called us as, that we would wrestle with your word and understand how you've created us, how you've made us and why you've made us that way. God, because this house is a house of treasure. This house is a house of treasure just start to release those things into people's lives right now God reveal those things reveal that uniqueness reveal that treasure that it might be exposed and released into the environment around us in Jesus name I pray Amen Amen He did a good job right?